Jive turkeys and welcome to Fumble Through, Fumble Through, a podcast that ain't getting in that plane, Murdoch. Once again, we gather at the altar of the gods of gaming to play role-playing games, so we can push forth the agendas of violence, cultism, and witchcraft. Actual ways that role-playing witchcraft. Has- <laughs> <laughs> I thought I got away with it. Oh, I thought snack, I got Jack. away with that. Marriage. <laughs> That was actually described to me once by somebody I was talking about role-playing games and they're like, nope, that's violence, cultism and witchcraft. And I was like, okay, that's me then. Look at that. Well, anyway, if you'd like to know more about our rituals and sacrifices, here is our dark master, Lindsay. You can follow us on Fumble Through at Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And send us some messages of dark intent and... I don't know, cult- cultism and... Witchcraft. Witchcraft. <laughs> All right, this is getting a little bit weird now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he jumped into that very quickly. That is as close to LARPing as I ever want to get. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me playing elastics with the innards of sacrificial goats and reading books made of human skin are Luke, Lindsay and Brett. Come play with us. Uh, <laughs> Come play with us. <laughs> Jeez, it's not working. Come play with us as we imagine the unthinkable and talk about our geekish pursuits. And speaking of, let's get straight into this week's dicey question, which is, what individual episodes of your favourite shows do you love the most? This is just a general dicey question today. It doesn't even have to be geek related. Well, just what? What's your favourite episodes of your favourite shows? Let's talk about favourite show first before we narrow that down. Yeah. Well, right? I don't. No, I can't narrow. There we go. There we go. There's the problem. Yeah, but see? I can think of very good episodes. Okay. Like, what are the first ones that come to your mind? I can think of heaps. I've got one that pops straight into my mind. Go for it. Clone Wars. Ahsoka just left after um, saving all the clones. Darth Vader pops up on the planet. End of the Clone Wars animated cartoon. Great, great, great episode. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Bushwhacked by Firefly. Bushwhacked by Firefly. What was that one? Excellent. Yep. What was that Excellent. one? That's the one where um they get the the engine breaks down and they run out of oxygen. Isn't that called it out of air? Is it? Yeah. Maybe. I thought it was bushwhacked because they Maybe it is bushwhacked. But did you know that they actually filmed that that was supposed to be the first episode, not yeah. the last episode. But yeah, just that one was great with the you know, the crew flying away and Mal and... Yep. Oh, yeah, cool. It's an excellent. And all the flashbacks to the yep. Firefly and people coming on board. It's an excellent episode. It's great. Well, you mentioned Joss Whedon and then I thought of Buffy's singing episode as well. Yep. That's a really good episode. Luke? Yeah, you've just broken me, basically, because now I'm trying to... I've got a million and one favourite episodes of, like, just, yeah, help me. Narrow it down, please. she when they get married. <laughs> oh, she Nobody gets married. Is it that about witchcraft? <laughs> Is it? Uh, Angel with the um, the whole episode with their puppets. Oh, 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 oh yeah, that's oh, great. Are that we just fun. doing favorite Joss Whedon? Just Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Joss Whedon. Yeah. I'll chuck in one. Friends. I think it's the end of season one with the crystal duck comment. That whole episode is just with the bunches of fruit and stuff like that. Lost, lost. There's so many in Lost as well that like, episodes yeah, I right. think were absolutely flipping awesome. Oh, like so many moments you were like, what the hell? Paintball episodes of Community. That's mine. Yeah. So or, the paintball, or the paintball. The blanket fort. Paintball episode oh, yeah, of Spaced. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good as well. <laughs> no, paintball episode of Community was the first when I thought about this. The second one was, and this is a bit controversial here, the Game of Thrones episode that everyone panned for being too dark, the one in the very last season that's outside Winterfell when the White Walkers come and attack. Oh, I didn't even watch that. I freaking oh. love that episode. That was one of the best episodes. That got me jazzed, that episode. I loved it. Yeah, there, are, there are a million and one episodes out there that are fantastic. So I'm going to say some catchphrases, and you will know the episodes as soon you as reckon? I say them. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. You ready? That's number one. Father! You know that one? From IT Crowd? No, I've never watched the IT Crowd. Oh. See, we're intentionally not answering, so he sounds stupid. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> We're intentionally like, no, I'm not going to say anything. Hello, my name is Brett. I have never had a problem with sounding stupid before in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's all those. Yeah, you know. just, that was, that's a tough question. It is a really tough really, question, but really there tough. are there are certainly standouts that, that like, yeah, Angel is also one of them, but mm. the I've always wanted to kill me a dragon last episode. Mm-hmm. That was probably my favourite ending of a show. And, and there's a great episode where Spike, when they're, when they're running the... Um, Wolfman Hart and Spike ends up turning up and he comes in with a cup of water and his, a cup of uh, blood and he's like, hmm, what is that, Otto? <laughs> just, yeah, so yeah. many one-liners in yeah. that show that were yeah. just absolutely hilarious. I also want to do the um, Mandalorian mm. where the droid blows himself up, that episode. Oh, the IG-11. Is it 11? Yeah. I'm I keep sure. wanting to say IG-88. I know, right, yeah. Does that yeah. mean his name's Iggy? Yep. Just Iggy Pop. He goes pop, no? Oh, he okay. does go pop. <laughs> does go pop. <laughs> hey, we're allowed one each episode, right? Come on. That's mine. You said one. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're on a deficit already, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that episode. I love the fact that the, um, if that's the same episode, I can't remember because it's all blurring and that's where I struggle with this stuff. The speeder bikers oh. who are sitting there with yeah. Grogu in their oh. pouch. That bit is excellent. I've watched that scene oh, so many times. So good. Stormtroopers just stood there, not even know what's going on and getting uh-huh. picked off. Just fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Yeah. Well, I said mine. Well, it couldn't have been oh. that good. We can't remember. Game of Thrones. And the, oh, yeah, that was it. And Trash. the paintball episodes from Community. There's nothing from a Spider-Man animated that you went, oh. Uh, I couldn't pick one. Yeah, all right. If it comes to X Men animated and Spider Man animated, mm. there's way too many, and they're all they're all multi parts anyway. So you can't just pick one episode of them. For me, it's also about looking at different shows. Like there are shows that, like Mythic Quest. If anyone's watched that, there's been a sh- episode six in the first season was a real departure from the rest of the show. Just little bits here and there that are surprises. I always love a good surprise that takes away from the genre of a show, which is probably why I like Community so much. I think that's why the Buffy singing one worked so well. It was the first one that kind of went, yeah, we're going to do this as a musical episode and wrap it properly into that kind of sci-fi fantasy world. Yep. Yep. I can still sing songs from that episode. Anyway, so back to it. Where we are, you you guys are sitting in the safe house. Sergeant Thunderback has just come in. The cleaning crews come in. They've started taking the bodies away. They've put the guys in manacles that you knocked out and they're starting to take him back. Sergeant Thunderback says, unless you've got anything else here, I think our business is conducted. It's going to be a long night for me as I write this report. It's not so good. Perhaps if you could stop by tomorrow for a bit of a debrief, that might might help a lot. Sure thing, boss. Uh, It's a bit of a loss for us here, but... What do you got to do? Sergeant Thundercrack, um, do you know what we'll be doing tomorrow? Have you got a a sense of what what our journey might entail? (laughs) Just death. (laughs) Who knows what anything will be happening tomorrow? The way tonight's gone, it's it's up in the air, really. We might not have jobs, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) Sir, may I ask if it's, I don't even know if you know, what were we guarding that they went through such trouble? Uh, you were guarding a tapestry. Was it the dark tapestry? It was what the? All I know is that some type of magical artifact. Who knows? I didn't lay eyes on it myself. Should we be looking out for anything that it may cause? Or I think you've done enough, to be honest. Or not Look, enough. Go get yourself some rest. Get yourself patched up. Thank you, you sir. Your Thank best you. Tonight. Thank you. Just uh, one last thing, sir. I. Uh, Noel Grinner. He's okay. Aye. Yeah. Definitely not a crook. Write that in your book. Yeah. Just so you know, we've sent the search party out. Uh, perhaps we can find Gwilin. I, I'm a bit suspicious about her, to be honest. Why would you say that? Well, we, me and Flopsy, she brought us dinner in, as you said she would. Aye. And we ate it and ended up feeling quite sick. And Grinner as well ended up feeling quite sick. He ate That's the food. Right. But, but uh, uh, medium Reggie over there. He um, he, he he didn't eat it. And hang he's on, fine. hang on, hang on. Yeah, that wears off now, right? <laughs> you sit, turn around to Reggie, and he's in a packet, just eating. <laughs> what? What do you mean it's bad? I'm hungry. I was big for a long time. But yeah, she brought us our food. Was the last thing we saw just before the 
Mm, explosion. It's true. She brought us our food. We ate it, got sick, and then the explosion happened. That's interesting, but you know that she didn't prepare that food. I'm on just, the, I'm just saying. On, I'm not saying that necessarily she is the one that poisoned it, but good to know. She was out with her with poor old Roger, who is now deceased. Oh yeah, but he was a bleeding legend. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Oh, I don't too find soon? that too funny, soon? Reggie. Um, he he takes his notebook out and you can see him write a bit of a, a couple of notes in there and he looks a bit thoughtful for a second. He says, all right, have a think about this and tomorrow we'll talk a, a bit in, in greater detail. At that point, I'll find out from, my, uh, from the higher-ups exactly what's going to happen. Just while you've got your notebook out, Grinner's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hands off the prize. All right. Hey, Time for a right. stiff drink, boys, and a nice good night's and, sleep. Yeah. So you, you retire early morning by this point. You've given your reports. You've you've sort of outlined everything that happens. And then by that point, you're sent off on your merry way to go and uh, stay back in the barracks unless you wish to go anywhere else. It's too early in the morning to go shopping, right? Um, yep. As case, do we actually want to stay in the barracks? Why would we not? Well, they might be sketchy. Well- Although that might be the way to... F- True. Good point. I mean, we just need to make sure we watch each other's backs if we're staying there. I made a so. good point. I, didn't, I don't know what it was, but I made a good point. I mean, we are trying to investigate <laughs> some... When, some... You, when you don't speak, you make the best point. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to find out some dirty crooks, dirty, cr- dirty cops, dirty watchmen, and um, we have obviously fought against them tonight. So I'm just not sure if we are going to be... Fully welcome there with the. Um... Well, are you are you headed there? What are We're you doing? We're just doing a job. We got we got we got um... free room, board, meals. That's got, where we, we should got go. Ambushed. It wasn't nothing. Nothing that happened last night. It was we just on. We were just doing the assignment. We knew it was high risk. We... They knew it was high risk. Everyone knew it was high risk. Roger knew it was high risk. Got to get poor one out for Roger. No, I agree. I'm just saying the the whole point we were doing this and no one got told was there's people in the watch. That are after this. So to me, it makes more sense that it was someone who was on duty is involved. But I'm tired and I want to go to bed and that's where the barracks are. Okay. I was just saying we could get a room, but okay, to the barracks it is. All right. You head back to the barracks without any really any issues this early in the morning. The streets are, people are just waking up. You know, the hustle and bustle is, is really a few hours away. And you, Retire for the day. We retired. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, you doing anything before bed? Healing yeah, I'm too up, old for this using shit. the rest of your spells. <laughs> I'm gonna anything happening? Do some work on my spell book. Yep, and brew some potionies. Awesome. Little Reg is gonna do some meditation, go through his forms before going to sleep, and then also prepare spells for the next day. Cool. Miles starts reading um, his. The Book of Grandinar before going to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's totally cool, man. Like, like, peace out, you know. Do you, are you going on a trip tonight? Or what's the plan? Oh, no, but, uh, you know, if the stress gets too much, maybe. <laughs> and about eight hours later, you guys wake up. The hustle and bustle of Absalom is all around you as you wake in the early afternoon after another extremely long night after only a short time together the three of you seem to have bonded closely unless there's something that you guys want to do are you going to report back to sergeant thunderback or are you uh doing anything in early the early hours of the afternoon we get a guarded escort from the barracks to the sergeant's office flopsy's going to want to go to the shops all yep. right it's good do you guys want some uh, masterwork leather armor? No, I don't really wear. I don't know how to wear armor. Yeah, I don't do armor. Flopsy, you know that. Yep. Yep. Don't forget, you've got those two, uh, those two large half plates as well. I do. What I about those boots? Those boots we're keeping, right? You yeah. Two, you two are going to hang on to those. Yeah, I'll try on some boots. And uh, two daggers for a young. You want a masterwork dagger? No. Loot up. Two. No. No. Oh. Uh, no, I'm all right, thanks. All right. You can throw daggers. 
So, so you're just going to go and offload some kit, yep. convert it into cash, do Selling a little bit of shopping. Making. Should we sell this big sword with the rake on it? Oh, makes me feel bad thinking about that, Sheriff. Yes, well, they weren't very welcoming, so I didn't have a chance to give it back to them. Right, well, I don't know what you've done every other time we've been shopping, but I've been offloading crap, and that's why I've got so much money in my pocket. I just stand around. Do you want me to sell that for you? Sure. Always the most exciting part of a role-playing adventure, the shopping. So you go shopping and you uh, offload all the pieces of equipment that you need to and cash them up as you're getting the uh, the early morning meals that you need to get and buying whatever, whatever mundane items, I guess. If there's nothing special that you're looking for, you can basically sell and buy most things that are in the mundane section of the player's handbook. Um, remember that when you sell, you are selling at 50%. Um, and you find yourself back, unless there is, again, something else that you want to do. How much money have we got each now? You get there. We've got close to 1,000 GP. Okay. I probably would have, because um, we're a bit jumpy as we were waiting for the shopping to be done, probably accidentally slept strike the cat as it jumped <laughs> out of a garbage can. <laughs> With a rat in its mouth. So we've shopped Justin and gone and offloaded some Thank stuff. You. And I've made some potions and scrubbed some scrolls. Yeah. And you, you get your mundane chores of the day done before you go and see Sergeant Thunderback. Can I check my bites? Your bites? My rat bites. How are they going? Yeah, that's a really good question. Just give me another fortitude save. And I think I'll only need a fortitude save right now from Flopsy and Reg. Ooh. Suck it. 21 for Reg. Mm-hmm. Flopsy? Are there any bonuses? There are no bonuses 20 that's not bad however each of you wake up feeling a little bit how can i say a little bit under the weather flopsy you take two points of dex damage and one point of con damage and reg you take one point of dex damage and two points of con damage explain to me how that works how that works so Mm. you drop those off your score the actual base score? Yes. So in the little squares next to mm-hmm. the blank ones, that is now your temporary score. Sorry. It was, it was minus one on the con and minus two on the decks? Uh, other way around. Oh. You guys feel under the weather. You can see inflamed red bites where those rats have gotten into you. Even you, Miles, your rat bites, are there. they're a little festery, but you seem to have knocked off most of the, the worst of this. I think we need to go and see somebody, Flopsy. Flopsy's going to go to the infirmary immediately. Mm, mm. He feels terrible. One point of con is quite the uh, <laughs> significant blow to a frail Floxinator. It would be. It very much would be. He's going to the infirmary. You guys should have grown up on a farm. I got bitten by rats daily. <laughs> I hate rats. Actually, sorry, I'm just reading this. Miles, you do need to give me another save. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. That's 18 points of con damage. Uh, 21. 21. Yeah, your bites are itchy, but there's nothing more than that. They're a little gross and scabby around the outside. But they seem to have healed up nicely with all the healing that Reggie did. Well, I rolled a 21 as well. Yeah. Not yesterday you didn't. That's fucking bullshit, I tell you. Yeah, one does not save from certain things in one day. So this could be a long day. So you start heading towards the infirmary. You head towards what is the uh, a sick bay, essentially. The infirmary here is just a series of beds. So I'll have uh, one potion of cure disease, please. You say to no one in particular. <laughs> to, the, to the guy in bed four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a medicine cabinet? Cabinet or... Uh... Nope. Oh, are you looking for an easy way out here? No. If you want to cure a disease potion, you're going to have to buy it yourself. Right. Let's go to the shops. Okay. I don't want to be sitting with a minus on my, my decks. I am. I don't want to be sitting with yep. a minus on anyone's Let's do con. that then. Let's do this. Let's go get a nice meal. Let's get ourselves some... Uh, some constitution. Pol- poultice bomb thing. Do you want me to go check in with the uh, sergeant while you guys are off doing this? Okay, so we're at a point now, you've done your mundane shopping, you've sold all your items. I guess now the question that I've got to ask you is, what are you going to do about this? This disease has put a little bit, and I can see it on your faces, it's put a little bit of a damper on you. Are you going to fix this by removing the disease? Are you going to spend time doing that, or are you just going to 
wear it and move on. I'm also keenly aware that some of you are down some hit points. So are you going to buy potions? Are you going to chew up your scroll? Are you going oh your wand, sorry? How are you how are you guys going to get around that before the next day begins? Because that's in you know, so Flopsy's gonna brew two cure lights to hand out to people. He's okay for health and he's gonna to hope to sleep off the disease. Okay. All right. So you spend some time in the morning during your downtime just brewing my two normal, potions. My normal brewing process is it's two, that's one spells. Yep. Cool. And, and you it, can hand off your spell, your I can potions? because that's, um, yep, it's a shigurgin. Oh. Oh. Class. Don't even know what that means. Can't even say it. Neither can I, apparently. And there. So I guess, so you're wearing the, so you're doing the cure light potions. Give them off to Reggie because he's still hurt. How many are there? Two. So I do that every day. Eight and eight again. That's actually fucking That's awesome. Bingo. Thank They're you. plus ones. Sweet. I'm back up. Don't forget that there. you cured yourself overnight too. You had eight hours rest, which meant that you got your. Uh, Is that level plus hit Level points? plus con, right? Yeah. Level plus con. So level. that's why I'm I'm not full, but I'm doing a lot better than I was. All good. Yep. And you move on. You finally get through to the pedal district where you come back to the uh, to the precinct tower, only to find that the doors for the precinct tower are locked. Is it a snow day? Is this the night shift precinct tower? Yeah. This is where you're supposed to report for duty the next day. Sergeant Thunderback basically said, report to me the next day. I'm going to do a quick search of the building around the outside, and then I'm going to try and open this lockup. Yep. You do a quick move around. Oh, yeah, with your thieves tools now, haven't you? Nice. I might have some more tools. <laughs> you try and open the lock. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Disable device of nine. <laughs> yeah, not enough. You're, you're fiddling with the door. and what, some, These tools, these weird tools. I don't want to do that. One of the blacksmiths from down the road was passing and says, hey, hey, they're shut today. Why are they shut today? Uh, I don't know. I, no one's been there all day. Okay. Um, why are we trying to break into the police station? We were That's talk- a good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are the police. They just didn't Still, give us keys. It is true. I don't know. Uh, uh, I was told to report for duty. I'm trying to report sir, for duty. Sir, do you know where Sergeant uh, Thunderback lives? Uh, no, I don't. We were told to report here, and obviously you were closed, so. Uh, I'm just a blacksmith. Okay, carry on, sir. Is there um, a window open up high? Uh, no, it would all be shut. A pie. Doesn't seem like anyone's inside. The only thing we'd go in to do is to rifle through his papers and get some clues. Why would this be shut? Let's go report to the authorities. There another watch station? There are watch stations all around, and even walking here, you would have seen watchmen on patrol, so Let's pull one you of them could probably... Yeah. what's going on. Yeah. About five minutes later, you find a watchman just doing his beat, and you, you ask him. He basically tells you that uh, Sergeant Thunderback hadn't come back. He went to report last night or early this morning um, something with... Uh, he went into head office and he had to make a report and he hasn't returned yet. Uh, he said everybody who's on shift has uh, been given their orders and everybody else has been sent home for the day. Okay, day off. What do you guys want to do for a day off? Head office. I think we need to go to them, boys. Go find out Thundercrack. Yeah, let's go make sure Thundercrack's doing all right. Okay. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Good boy. I'm a stickler for the rules. The rules are we got... If you're on duty, you go patrol, otherwise we get a day off. That's what I heard. Uh, I don't want to be docked pay for not patrolling today. Oh, good point. So good uh, point. let's go check in with head office, make sure this is sanction day off and part of our RDOs. Okay, okay let's go. To head office. All right, who knows where head office is? Because uh, your characters have no freaking idea. Uh, we're just talking to Virgil here. Yeah. He knows where the head where, office is. Where head office is. He says, uh, it's, it's up. It's in the Ascendant Court. Well, let's, head, let's go there and have a look and ask around then. It's only going to get busier with guards the closer we get to the Ascendant Court, one would think. That is true. Let's do it. Up. Mm-hmm. So we just make our way there asking guards along the way for direction. Yeah, yeah you, eventually you make it to what, what looks like the chief. You're in the middle of the government centre in, uh, in the Ascendant Court and you find a building that looks like it's a, it's a quite a, a very high judicial justice building. 
Shall, shall I go first? It's not me. I'll tell you that. For yeah. <laughs> okay. Make sure you take Tippy. Yes. <laughs> okay, I follow. Um, I go up steps and look for yep. a reception desk. Yeah, you go straight to the front desk. Hey, uh, h- hello. Sorry. Uh, Miles. Hi, Mc- how are you? Welcome. Good. Uh, Miles McCarthy. I'm, I'm part of the Night Watch. Oh, Night Watch. Um, Sergeant uh, Thunder, Thunderback, he uh, told us to report to duty, and when we got there, it was all closed. We're just wondering what's, uh, what's going on. Uh, there's been a few incidents over uh, the last little while. Unless you've got any new reports, uh, I've been given the message to tell people just to go on existing orders. Well, our last existing orders. Oh, okay. Um, very well. Is he is he all right? Can we speak to him? I'm not sure uh, exactly who it is. This is quite a, a large precinct. Um, you know, there, there's a lot going on here. Sensitive. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Let me go. Uh, yeah, you you get the sense. Like this is a, a very yeah. busy, and there's hundreds of people sort of coming in and out, flowing in and out of this. It's a uh, you know, it's 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 akin of you walking into city hall and going, "I'd like to see the mayor, please." Kind of, kind of thing. But so, they should know who the mayor is if they work. At yeah, but he's not the mayor. I'd like to go see the mayor's second in <laughs> third in charge, please. So it's it's you you get the idea from her. She's been given a a note that basically says, look, if people are asking, there are different precincts that have been shut um, throughout the city. Uh, people have been given orders. Please stay to current orders. If not, report for duty the next day. Okay. Um. Very uh, well, Miss. Thank you very much, uh, Madam. Uh. Another lady, Piara Odafi, has just joined the clerical service, I believe. Do you know, would you be able to get a message to her? Uh, That's not exactly what I do here. Unless you have an appointment, um, would you like to make an appointment with someone? No, no, if you just push it through your magical mail, just let her know that Flopsy said to people to get out of the blast radius yesterday before he threw the bomb. I, I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, Perhaps you're going to have to- She'll know. It's a coded message. You may need to find your own messenger for that, sir. Okay. Okay. So we walk back down the steps. Bingo. So do you hear, hear that, fellas? Yeah. Sounds like, you reckon they think that the, the whole precinct that we're attached to is crooked? I think it's more that it's a bit higher up than we first thought. So I think our best bet is we continue with our previous orders, which were guarding that. Uh, well, we don't know what to guard. It's gone, but we've got to investigate the murder. Oh, that's true. We do have the murder to investigate. And um, I'm a little wor- worried about Thundercrack now. You mean Roger's murder? No, Aldane's murder. Aldane. Remember the morning where we went yeah, and there yeah, was yeah, the, yeah. the actual, like the proper murder? Yeah. We've got a murder and a heist we've got to solve. Um, well, let's go try and find uh, Nigel because he was Virgil's brother. And yes, of course. He was the one that gave the item to the watch to protect. Let's go see our night So if we go look for Nigel Aldane who owns... The museum, he's a museum creator. He is. He curates museums, yes. Yes. So shall, shall we go to the Black Cross Museum? I, yes. <laughs> I, like I guess yes. we both see that uh, Flopsy perks up considerably. Are we going as official watch people or do we just go and ask some questions? No, I think we should go as official watch people because okay. uh, that gets us into areas that we might not get Excellent. into ourselves. I'm wanting to flash my badge. You say badge? <laughs> <laughs> So you head off to another district. Again, it takes you about an hour to walk between districts before you get into the Wise Quarter where the Black Ross Museum lies. The Black Ross Museum itself is a large, dark, stoned obelisk of a building. It looks like it was carved from one big, chunky onyx stone. It is as black as night. It actually is devoid of color. At this point in time, the veil is starting to set through as the sun goes down and you approach a building. There are quite a few guards over the front and there is a sign outside saying Black Cross Museum closed until further notice. Still, um, We approach one of the guards. I'm like, uh, hello, sir. Uh, Miles McCarthy at your service. Hi. Uh, we're after um, Nigel Ardane. Do you know where we might find him? You mean the the curator of the museum? Yeah, that's him. He's probably in the museum. Are we? Can we go in? Do you have an appointment? Well, no, but this is watch business. Ah, uh, no one's going in that museum unless they got an appointment. How do we get an appointment? 
You gotta go to the official channels. <laughs> uh, where are the set of official channels? I don't know. I'm just a guard here. I've been told that unless anyone has papers to get in, no one's going in. This is quite important. It's to do with his brother's death. Again, I don't control that. Get some papers and come back. Well, Poop, uh, what if I were to uh, grease your palm a little and have you look the other way while we go in? I don't think it's really worth my uh, angering the Black Ross family. I mean, give me orders. Well, we, we're just trying to follow ours too, you understand. Well, get the paperwork and you can go right in. As you can see, the Black Rocks Museum has been restricted for a while. So where do the Black Ross family live then? Inside the museum. <laughs> so we have to go in the museum to get the papers to go into the museum. I'm not sure where you get the papers from. All I know is it's from higher ups than me. Sleep strike? <laughs> There's quite a few guards there, so you'd have to be prepared to do all of them. Miles kind of like pinches the nose, Ridge, and he's like, that's <sighs> just, just a sidebar, guys. What do we do? Is there a large window up high? <laughs> oh, no. None of us can get up there. We have boots that let us climb on. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Good point. One pair between three of us, right? No, there's two pairs. Oh, we took them off the other guy, didn't yeah. we? What paperwork is he asking for? Paper is like an appointment. Ah. Uh, what if one of those magically appeared? Like, I've got paper and pen and... <laughs> I mean, I hereby authorize a duly appointed appointment with the Black Cross Museum, Lord Miles McCarthy of the sure. Blackwatch. I mean, I mean let's go Blackwatch. a bit further away so they don't see you writing it. But sure, 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 sure. I mean, how? <laughs> Give me your back. Have they got? Uh, have you got anything from any kind of paperwork? From I can. The- I can do a, a rubbing on my um, badge. <laughs> I have last night. You did say badge. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> worth a try. I sure, mean, he probably uh, can't read anyway. Right. He did say he was just a guard, so easy. What? So are we? No, we get them to watch. take a message in for us. I mean, we can try. He said he was just a guard, though. I don't think he's going to be willing to do any of that kind of stuff. Probably thinks it's below him. We could check for a back door or sneak our way in. We circumnavigate the building as we talk about this. Yep. If you think that you're the first people that thinks they're going to break into the Black Ross Museum, you guys got another thing coming to you. This place is locked up tight. It is full of ancient artifacts that are priceless. Okay. Um, That's not going to work. Shall we give it, give it a go, Flopsy? How good is your forgery? Pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's the skill for it needed for a forgery? Linguistics. Linguistics. I have not got that. I have nothing with L on it on my skill sheet. No. Yeah. The you would also know you would need a seal or something to copy in order to. Where are we going to get a seal for us? Oh, waterfront. <laughs> the <laughs> waterback. Oh, that's where no. seals are. Um, okay. Um, well. Maybe we can go. Oh, wait. No, I'll watch his clothes. <laughs> I was going to ask for a warrant. Okay. Let's go back. Do we want to go to the nearest? No, watch? no, no. no. That was closest to ours. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back to where um, Virgil was killed. Yes. And maybe there will be some paperwork in there that will help us get in. Right. Carry on. <laughs> that, that, that's the. Keep talking it through. Okay. You know, he has. He may have an appointment in there that he can we can steal. He may well do. It's a long shot, though, right? I've got another. Th- do I, I need to diplomacy the guards? You want to diplomacy the guards? Yeah. They've already had a conversation with you. You don't think you're going to get in unless you've got a sheet That's of what paper. I thought. That's what I assumed. But I'm just making yeah. sure because last time you said I didn't say diplomacy. No. Yeah. The, the, the guards have made it very clear that the only way you can get in is to have a pass to get in, which is a, a piece of paper, and that they will need to see that before you can get into the Black Ross. And the, you, you've heard the Black Ross has been shut for weeks. It's not just now. The Black Ross has been a no-entry zone for quite some time. It's been closed to the public. So my brain's going to th- three ways. Mine too. Oh, different three ways. We could go talk to our good <laughs> oh. friend Draco at the embassy and see if he might write us a letter of introduction. 
we could go talk to the Modo or um, the other magician and see if they might know people. They're quite mm. high up. Or Lady Nadeau might be able to provide us with some opportunities. Um, every every other person I know apart from Piara, we've tapped. Mm. So you find yourself a little bit aimless, not knowing what to do. The watch that you've been told, you've been told to come back for a uh, conversation back at the watch post and you don't have Sergeant Thunder back there at all, which means that you don't have anything to do. So the night seems to be reclaimed for the group. I wouldn't mind going seeing those weird dwarf guys, seeing what they're up to. The mushroom dwarves. Yeah. Great. I would like to visit Modo and um, whatever his other name is, Alar. Ali, Ali, uh, yeah, and bolster up my formula book and do a little bit of research there. That would be great. It would be nice to say hello to the people we met. Mm-hmm. Remember that it is night time. Didn't you say it was night time? Didn't yeah. we meet them all first time at night time? Yeah. You did say the dwarves were at night, though. What? The dwarves? Dwarves yeah, have a camp. Was, yeah. So they're, the they're dwarf, in the, the gathering at dusk or sun. Yeah. So they're in the ascendant court um, in a, at an address in a park. Yeah. So they're camped out in a park. Yeah. But let's go say hi to some people. TJ needs a, another bedtime story, no DJ. doubt. Also, did the fighting pits go on in the day or the night? Yeah, it's a daytime okay. activity. Usually it's a weekend, like a football game. Here, have one of these mushrooms each. I'll calm you guys down. We'll make you feel better and then we'll go see the dwarves and they might be able to help. Uh, no, I don't like to lose control. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess unless you're going to do anything else, you visit some of the places. The fish market's quite a, a long way away. So you, by the time you walk down there, it is at night time. Most of the shops are shut at that point in time. You, uh, you, know, you go and visit who you can. Um, TJ's very happy to see you again, ask for another bedtime story. We'll slip him a couple of coppers as well. And then, oh. And then, uh, you know, he's, he's very happy. You do another bedtime story for him. The wizards are nowhere to be seen. So they're, they're obviously out and about again. What about the apprentice? Um, doing it. She's not there either. Mm. Shop shut up. Yeah. If she's, uh, yeah, if you get the idea, yep. maybe she's, she's probably not allowed in the shop anymore um, without some uh, supervision. supervision and stuff. Yeah. Do you want to visit the dwarves? Yeah, I'll visit the dwarves. You do. Do you all go together for all of these activities? Yeah, try and keep each other together. Nighttime going through the city, considering how much trouble we've had. With at the veil coming down, stay together. Yeah. yeah. So you you go into the ascendant court. You follow the directions that they were giving you, and you, and you find yourself in an open clearing, kind of a, a park, if you will. There's a fountain in the middle of the park, and as you approach, you can see three dwarves inside the fountain having a having a bath. For one of a, a better better word, they're just kind of in the water, splashing around, having a bit of a dance. You can hear drums as you approach, and you can smell that that spicy smell with the beat undertone that's going on. You can hear definitely kind of drum beats, and you can hear jingling and chanting. And as you get closer, you can see in the middle of this row of tents a whole heap of dwarves in those saffron robes just jumping around and dancing and having what you would determine to be a whole heap of fun. Um, do I recognize any of them as the ones that? You could probably find the, the main guy. He's yeah. in the middle of the dancing pit, frothing himself up. I would have gone up to him and I'm like, hello, sir. Uh, oh, hey, man. How are you? Oh, wow. You came here, here, here. Come here. And he, he takes you over to a pot and he grabs like a ladle and pulls out. Here, man, have some mushroom soup, man. It's so good. I, I will grab the mushroom soup. Wow, and I'll the keep... blessing of Grundenar be upon you. And he grabs you again by the face, pulls you down and kisses the, kisses your forehead. And you brought your friends, man. Oh, it's so good. Welcome, welcome. Come on, me casa, you casa. Come on. No, 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 that's Flopsy and that's Reggie. Yeah, man. Well, it was really good to see you, man. Come on. Let's go for a little dance. Come on. And he grabs you and he pulls you into the uh, throng of dancers. And, nope. And there's a whole heap of, you know, there's female dwarves just dancing. What do and, they look like? What's that? The female dwarves, what do they look like? Uh, they look like female dwarves in saffron robes. They've All of them have got that, they, they've all got plaits in their hair with bells and chimes all plaited through. The female dwarves would have some flowers that are plaited or woven into their plaits. 
And they all start going, yeah, Grundenar bless you, man. Grundenar bless you. Oh, man, be, be kind to your neighbors, man. And then in about half an hour, the drum beats stop. And the dwarf that, that you were speaking to gets up onto the dais and he starts reading from the book of Grundenar. He talks a bit of a sermon about loving the people that are around you and making sure that you approach everything with peace in your heart and that every turn that you get, you should not turn your back on Grundenar, but you should find a peaceful solution for it because that was what Grundenar would want to do. And he tells a bit of a story about Grundenar interceding between his siblings, Grundenar's siblings, as they fought up in the heavens and that the, the dwarves don't always get on, but Grundenar was the one who was the glue that, that kept them all together and that everybody should be as one man. And then before you know it, all of the dwarves start chanting and clicking their fingers and clapping um, and a whole heap of those incense sticks get lit and you can see smoke pluming up and uh, around the veil as it comes in and people dance and and merriment is the mushroom soup good the mushroom soup is excellent i really like this place (laughs) flopsy's staying on the fringes of everything yeah people would try and intercept they invite you in they try and come and entice you they Uh -uh. bring you some food Mm -hmm. they bring you meat they bring you uh uh, different treats Mm -hmm. No. Uh, stop dancing. Don't touch me. Oh. Come on, What about man. Reggie? Does Reggie do anything? Yeah, no, Reggie's um, just keeping an eye on, just just checking out. Does anything look suspicious or are they all just a bunch of hippies getting high? Yeah, they're just having it's fun, man. All bloody suspicious, if you ask me. <laughs> Sorry, there are bits of they're, they're kind of sticks in the mud, you know? Yeah, man, look. They're welcome here. Welcome. Come on. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't Br- be Grundenar here without them. embraces you all, man. Embraces you all. Don't. like Gr- don't. Grundenar can keep his hands to himself. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. Look. G- w- peace, man. Peace. I like peace. It's I like cool. a little piece of I like your tail, and- man. Your tail is sweet. Like, that's a cool tail, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- they- these guys are really good. Good friends of mine. Yeah. I, I would not be here if it wasn't for them. That's good. We go back oh, a good seven or eight days with Miles. It's <laughs> good, man. They rescued me. They, I was, you know, I- you got to keep those people that are close, close, and you got to invite all the people around you, and you got to embrace them, man. You got to make sure that everybody is together because if we're not together, we're apart, man, and, and that's no good. That's true. If we aren't together, we are apart. Peace be to Grundenar, yeah. What about actors? They play a part. Is that a part okay? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's peace, man. Like, you know, space, man. Have you ever right. have you ever looked up to the sky and just thought, what man? Flopsy's just found he's in here and he's just gonna fuck with people's heads. Uh, Flopsy is all about the space and the dark tapestry. He's oh. fascinated with it. He studies the dark tapestry. Oh, man, it's good to have passions, man. I, I had a passion when I was a young man, and, and then I found Grundenar, man, and that's my passion now. Like, what, what was your passion before? Uh, it was growing, growing mushrooms. If only there was a fruit that that passion could come from, a passion fruit, as it were. Yeah, man, <laughs> passion fruit, man. That's so good. And about an hour passes before people start to drink and the merriment starts to subside and people start getting to their bedrolls and going to sleep and people would say nice things on their way out. And they, you, would, you would end the night with wreaths of flowers around your heads or around like a, like a, a wreath of flowers around your neck. People would try and give you sticks of incense on the way out or a, a bracelet of beads or something along those lines. And then they would uh, bid you farewell and, and the whole camp starts to shut down a bit. You're welcome to stay, man. Just find yourself a place. Oh, that's right. We better go welcome. back to the barracks. But thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't really learn anything about Grundenab <laughs> or if he gave me these powers, but it was it was a good time. I'm pretty sure I you thoroughly enjoyed it. Everything you need to know about Grundenab. Well, I got this book, and I might have it in. Right. Well. 
No. Yeah. You, you want to know more about Gromdenar? I just want to know if he's the one that gave me these powers. What powers, man? Sleep there, strike him. Go on. Is there another dwarf nearby? <laughs> yeah, man. Let's watch this. Sleep strike. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, man. Whoa, what are you doing? Dude? I, don't, I don't punch him. I just shoot the ghost fist and the dwarf you, you goes to sleep. You can't just go around... No, he's just asleep. That's not cool, man. And he walks over and he starts picking the other dwarf up. And he's like, man, why would you do that? He's like, fine. He's just asleep. We're just asleep. sitting here being cool. I mean, I know you're part of the Night Watch, man, but I I didn't think you were one of them. I thought you were cool. I am cool. He's just asleep, but I just learned this recently and I don't know how. Why would you do that to someone? You could have just told me about it. It's... That's a good point. It's <laughs> a very valid point. Peace, man. You don't have to go around. Mushrooms. Mushrooms are the answer look, here. Look, man, maybe maybe one day... I like how you're still nursing the fake dwarf. <laughs> maybe I, do, I am nursing a fake dwarf. Maybe one day, man, when you, you're ready to embrace Grundanar, that you, you, you could come back to us and maybe if your heart is truly open, man, we, we could... We could go into the tent and we we could have a have a grundinar. <laughs> <laughs> now grundinar is a verb and a noun. Yeah, man. <laughs> that would be grundy fantastic. This is like the Smurfs for a grundinar. <laughs> I think that, I think what you're talking about that'd be grundinarly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he, he he kind of bids you goodbye with a little bit of disappointment that you would do that to someone. He seems a little bit more taken aback, and it's about 10 o'clock at night by this point. Well, that wasn't as enlightening as I thought, but the, the soup was good. <laughs> nope. Didn't like it. Too much. Stinky, flowery, touchy. Didn't like it. <laughs> Confronting. And you return to the barracks? We yep. do. Yeah, you return to the barracks for the night. Is I guess the question here is, are you going to nurse each other? Is somebody going to caretake for whatever this is that is uh, uh, really affecting you? And uh, Can I do a heel check on that? Can, can Reg you do can it? definitely do a heel check. Oh, that's not bad. That's 19 on a heel check. Yeah, on a 19, you think you have been afflicted with <laughs> by some, a rat by something called filth fever. Filth fever. What do I know about filth fever? Filth fever. Filth oh, it was coming. It was always coming. What do you know about filth? Filth fever will um, attack you every day. It will slowly, slowly make you more uncoordinated and it thins out your blood to a point where you basically start bleeding out of your eyes and ears and nose Unless it is cured. Unless it's cured? Yes. Not like by passing a fort save, but just by curing. You can cure it by, people have been known to uh, to cure by themselves. So people's immunity systems can get over it. But you also know it's a disease that can be cured that way as well. Just just sleep it off, Reg. Uh, yeah, we'll give it one more night sleeping off. And then um, if it's not better, we're going to have to go and do something about it. Hey? Okay. Do you get eight hours sleep or are you getting a bit more than that tonight? You're probably I'm in front pretty, of you. Pretty you, got, you could probably do a good 16-hour stint, do a double kind of shift and get extra hit points back. I'm all right for hit points, but it's the do we get double ability point One damage? point back, or if you dress for more, you can get two. What, hit points? No, one of those damage. Ah. So we should heal up one point of each or? The, I guess the question the question that bodes right now is you don't have to be anywhere. If you're going to report back to guard duty, you report back again in tomorrow evening rather than – and you've got eight hours rest in front of you just to get to the morning. If you want to rest all day, sleep in, recoup, gather all your uh, resources, relearn your spells, all that kind of stuff. If Flopsy's going to uh, do a lot of scribing in his scroll book and scribing of scrolls and potion stuff. Okay. So you you own those scrolls, or uh, he went shopping. Oh, for magic, as in you you have scribe scroll and you're scribing scrolls. That's it. That you know. Yeah. yeah okay. Gotcha. Okay. So the, I guess Flopsy's working through the night, so only gets one rest shift. Uh, Reggie, what are you doing? I'll I'll be meditating, practicing forms. Meditating. Yeah. Are you going to do two rest shifts, or are you single? I think I might actually. Okay. So the next morning rolls by, and uh, then you wake up. 
in the early evening. At that point in time, Flopsy, you get your normal rested hit points and you get one point back of your ability damage. And Reg, you double that. Since they were doing doing double shifts, right? Uh, Flopsy didn't because he was describing scrolls and stuff. Could I have stayed up one shift for Flopsy to help him and then... You could make a heal check. And, still, and then he uses that in place of your uh, of your. But of then his... still get enough eight hours for myself. Yes, cool. Probably don't want it, but it's a nine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not enough to give them extra. So the next morning you wake up, Flopsy, Reggie, Brett, wake up and you get two. You get double your hit points, so you get two hit points um, for every hit dice that you yep. have. So okay. you get recover six hit points overnight, but you also recover two points of ability damage okay. that you've got. So cool. two of those points come back. Yep. Flopsy, you're only one hit point per level and one ability point comes back to you. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, the next morning as you roll in, can I please get fort saves, please? You don't need to make any miles. You seem to have staved off whatever this is. Had filth for either like five times. Uh, Reg rolled a natural 20. Oh, natural oh, 20. Nice. Reg, you, you'd seem whatever damage is there is sort of still there yeah. that's left, but you feel like you've shaken it off. It's not getting any worse. Okay, cool. Flopsy? 17. Flopsy, same with you. There, there, nothing, nothing more untoward happens to you. Just what is there is still there, um, but... It doesn't get any worse. You don't take any further damage after completing your two consecutive saves. And unless you're going to do anything else, we're going to report back to the uh Let's to go. The get on duty. Feeling refreshed. All right. After a, a full day of rest and a bit of downtime, some time with the dwarves, with some mushroom soup and having a bit of a dance with them, you, you feel quite good when you walk up to the precinct. This time, unlike last night, the precinct doors are wide open and you are taken straight in to see Sergeant Thunderback. Oh, he's there. Good. After a little while of uh, talking, Sergeant, you know, that small pleasantries, and he he just gets into it and he says, hey, it was a bit of disappointment to have that tapestry grabbed from right under our noses. But it did bring to the fore the fact that we've been infiltrated. Makes me sick to the core to see that those around us can't be trusted. I've sent most of them home for tonight as I sent them home last night. We had quite the day, and you can see he is looking quite worn, like he hasn't slept in quite a long time. I've asked for ye to remain attached to this precinct for a while longer. I've got a feeling that I may need some trustworthy people around me in the near future. As for tonight, you are to remain here and investigate anything that comes up. I've been called in for another meeting with the higher-ups. I'm sure that's going to go swimmingly. I thought they got all that yelling out of their faces last night. The watchmen left out there are on a skeleton crew, so they'll just send runners. Your job is to go out there and do whatever follow-up is needed. No one will expect you to be the ones that come, and I'd like it to stay that way, so keep yourselves a low profile. Make sure that when you go there, you're not really... Uh, we're trying to keep the watch separate from each other so we know exactly where those bad apples are coming from. Take notes, keep your eyes out, and watch each other's backs. So you don't want us to wear badges or announce ourselves? You just want us to go... Oh, as- no, you're members of the Night Watch. We're just trying to keep the patrols separate from Night. each other. Gotcha. So what happens is if they need a backup, you're it. Gotcha. However, they'll just send a runner for you. No flares. We don't need to watch for flares then. <laughs> uh, so, any new on any news on Glimmin? No, we haven't. We've had follow-ups. We've had eyes and ears all over the city. There's been no sign. Her bed was not slept in last night as well. Looks like her house has not even been approached. Yes, um, people that don't talk that much probably write in a diary. I would be on the lookout for that. A diary. You see. It's a book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me. I'm a bad investigator if I don't know what the diary is. Yes. It's not the place where cows are kept. It's a book. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yes, we'll be on guard. Absolutely. If you you need anything else, I I guess. Yeah. Um, Any 
he after a little while he he takes his leave from the the watch post. He's looking like a man that's very crestful, and he looks like he is just tired to the bone and about to go out to get his ass handed to him by the uh by the chief who's getting their <laughs> ass handed to them by the mayor. And he 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 walks out and he says, "Good luck, boys," and he, he leaves through the door leaving you uh, alone in the very small precinct that cool. is here. So we've just been a rap- rapid field promotion, right? We're in charge now. So that's the way I understand it. That's right, DC original. <laughs> yeah. As the veil sets in and the night begins, life in the watch house is pretty quiet. So people aren't really of a mind to come into the watch house during the night. You know, they don't really want to report anything. It's only if the watchmen on night duty need backup. That you will, uh, that you'll be needed. Are you doing anything in the meantime while you're sitting there? How are you passing the hours? I am going to practice the conch. The conch. Okay, make a roll. Conch. That's an eight. An eight. Nothing. No. Nothing. Maybe take twenty. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what I'm doing. I'm what do like, you get if you take twenty? Well, you haven't given me a skill to add to it. You just <laughs> tell me to roll. Yeah. Perform conch. So if I take twenty, oh, you I'll finally get start getting. Some sound out of the conch. It's not great sound, but there's a little bit of sound going out of the conch. Reg, how are you passing the time? Uh, so I'll just be Reg will be practicing his forms. Yep. You know, he's really quite chuffed the last couple of times he's engaged. The stuff that he learned from the swordsman about the feint has worked really well. So he's really trying to hammer that down and yep. and work on that with his vicious stomp. Perfect. And Flopsy? Flopsy's in the file room going over whatever files he can find reading up about the city. really a file room. Whatever, whatever information he and can find. And that would all be locked. Of course, of course, of course. But he's trying to find that or talk to people or- There's no one around. Right. Well, he's just trying to find information wherever he can get it. He'll be so, looking at pin boards and yeah, going, yeah. oh, right, that guy's got ribbons here, here. He's obviously missed a, mar- a missed a connection there. What so an idiot. You, you find a lot about basically protocol and booklets and- Things that a watchman can do. There's an old watchman's guide there that talks about never splitting the party and always having good boots on <laughs> and making sure that you, you do right by the city. And all, a lot of those tenets that I guess were uh, instilled in you on that very first night of watch when they talked about don't make crimes, don't you know perpetuate crimes, you're here to represent the city and all that kind of stuff. Don't do drugs. Yeah. So, so basically, if this was the office... We've got Reggie as Dwight practicing karate <laughs> in the middle of the thing. I'm Andy playing the conch. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Toby off in the file room actually doing work. Yeah. Flopsy, if what gets through that, he'll try and find a law book and start reading up on the actual law to know what is legal and what is not legal. Trying to find loopholes. Rule. Yes, exactly that. Bursting exactly. through the front the doors of the precinct, a young elf panting and out of breath runs up to the counter. He... Walks up, drops a sheet of paper onto the desk, and without a word, <sighs> turns and runs straight back out again. Um, Miles, being probably the only one that was sitting down through that, reads it. Yep. You open it up, and it has an address on it and the word murder. Oh. Let's go. That's a 15 to blow the conch? <laughs> no. Yeah. Not enough. Guys, there's a murder. There's been a murder. No. It says here on page 44, section C, subparagraph 3, that murders are illegal. Yes. So here's the address. We better go investigate. Let's go. All right. You gather yourselves together and it takes you about five minutes before you reach the appointed address, an alley that runs behind a series of shops. Seeing you approach, that same young elf who left the note on the desk approaches you and says... We, we found this. Um, one of us has stayed here the entire time and nothing has been touched, just like we were told. My next orders are to call the bone crew to come and clean this up. Uh, and with that, he turns and runs down the street. Runs. Yep. Well done, Private. Uh, give us five minutes. He, he's gone. Yeah. Lying in the middle of an alley, lightly shrouded in the veil, is a bloody body. Oh. Of a... Humanoid. Are you going to approach? Yes. 
Okay. What do I see as I approach? So you move up again. You see blood. There is quite a significant amount of blood. It's quite dark in here. I assume you get Tippy to cast yep. some light. Tippy, um, cast light. So that you can see. The first thing you notice is that this section of the alley has no windows or doors. It seems to be a perfect like little dog leg where there is no, uh, a place where there's no one who can see what was going on or what happened in this place. The victim, as you walk past, is recognizable oh it's glowing oh so she is uh basically has those same oversized claw marks that you saw on virgil aldane the blood though this time is quite fresh and the body is still a little bit warm perhaps being here maybe one two hours like it's it's not that bad just make a perception check for me 22 for reggie's perception mm -hmm. other guys were searching 13 for miles. Gloomin, you poor fool. <laughs> it's like nothing. With that perception check, Reg, you're kind of going over the body. You, you notice a few things. Number one, that smell, that alchemical smell, that cleaning agent, again, is ah, present. The same cleaning agent that was, that was there in the shop. And you can see signs that someone around the blood splatter, maybe to get rid of footprints or something like that, has covered their tracks with uh, with some kind of alchemical cleaner. Flopsy, do you smell that? I do. Sorry about that. I had beans for lunch. <laughs> you also are going over the body and sort of looking, trying to figure some stuff out, and you notice that there is a white or a light-coloured clay that is jammed in her mouth, just that is filling her mouth entirely almost. Ooh, that's a bit creepy. Um, and then the last thing that you notice with your uh, awesome perception is that while the victim has a pouch on her belt, uh, a pouch with 20 gold pieces inside, the victim also has a dagger that is left here as well. The dagger, as you pull it out, is silvered. Ooh. So it's a silver dagger. And, you know, you, you, you're going through looking at it and you find that tucked just under her back is a, a pouch, much like a traveler would do with overseas. It's a belt pouch that has places where you can put money in it so you can hide it near your body so people can't take it. And inside that belt pouch, there's another 100 GP. Yo! Uh, Flopsy, come here, mate. I got something for you. Yes, sir. Oh, hello. Hello, sailor, I think is what they uh, said. Just remember, this is a crime scene. We're not taking stuff from a crime scene. No, I'm just handing evidence over to Flopsy. Yeah, yeah. It'll go into the evidence chamber with these gaspers when I put them in there. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and do a sense motive on that. Um, now, I enjoy the grey area of the corruption in this watch. What do you mean? Yeah, they're we're, corrupt. We're, we're just a little bit corrupt. <laughs> I would like to know and you might be able to help understand this being that you're an alchemist and whatnot what is the sense of having a dagger made of silver or that's a steel dagger covered in silver there's a bunch of knowledge checks flops you want to do the silver dagger the clay in the mouth the alchemical reagents he wants to kind of search his memory for all of those things yeah, yeah. So, so the first thing that you're looking at is the silver dagger just make a knowledge nature it is it is would be a we'll, we'll treat this as a nature type thing 18 and 18 is enough to know that people People or fairy tales, as, as you, Brett, and Flopsy know, that silvered weapons are very good against lycanthropes. Lycanthropic creatures coming out in the full moon. It's uh, useful against them. Did you say lycanthropes? Lycanthropes. Cool. Not vampires. Vampires, different thing. This is more werewolf. A, 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 a werewolf. Where, where is the wolf? That's, that's right. Where is the you wolf? can have werebear, werewolf, werewolf, werewolf. I always thought these were... I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't not, know where my car I, is. I, I, I'm not really big in believing in wearing the skins of any animal. I always thought were-creatures were a um, myth told by Granny. Yes, but you thought I was a myth as well. That is true. Ago, so <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is very true. Catch it up. <laughs> But Granny McCarthy always told a story about Oh, her. Granny McCarthy. Yeah. I wonder if the about a wear rat. I wonder if the as it were. increase in the veil is playing havoc with lycanthropic creatures' ability to suppress their animalistic surges. Ooh. Well, we've got large. I don't know what any of those words meant, but what was... sounds important, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. What was the the person on the sofa? Virgil. <laughs> Virgil. Yes. Yes, he would there gashes. Was, he, yeah, yeah. yeah there as was, if from a. But there was there was something about a wand with a wolf. That is true. Yes, we and and the um, the half plate also had wolf woven emblems on it. Mm. 
So that could be that's related to a werewolfy kind of yes. I like the connections. I like the keep flowing, keep the juices going there, Reginald. <laughs> All right. What were the other things that you were you were looking into? The, what was the next thing? Clay in the mouth. The clay in the mouth would be uh, some kind of craft alchemy kind of. Oh, trick. I do craft alchemy. So Sorry, you do it well. Eighteen. An eighteen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's clay. You think that this is a? It's definitely a clay that can be fired, but it's it's a component of something. But it can it could be anything from you know from plates to and crockery to construction to artwork to anything right. that clay can be formed and a reason into. is there a spell reason to put it in someone's mouth is there a reason that it's a is it a spell component? you've never heard of that no, before no. um and then the alchemical agent given it's fresher i might get a better bead on that what that is mm-hmm. the bleachy kind of yeah same thing oh hello 25, 27. On a 27, you think that there is some kind of a thing, like it's it's an it's an alchemical cleaner. So again, uh. it's an alchemical cleaning compound that you think that, that could be poured over an area and it, it seems to clean up organic matter. Ah, I've heard of this. It's called Windex. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that cleans up the wind. This is more... Human decks. Oh, right. Human. Hmm. I don't know. Um, okay, okay. Um, Anna, use magic to uh, sorry, detect magic on her just in case. Yeah, you detect ma- no magical items at, uh, at no any gl- point. Auras, no. Yep. No, no when, auras. When, when we were checking the clay, yes. did we pull it out of our mouth? I don't know. Did you? I did. Yep. So it, it's like a clump of of raw clay, like it's it's mushy. Has it? So it's it's still soft. Yeah, we haven't got like a cast of a mouth or anything. No. Yeah. No. No. It's just the. Uh, it looks like someone's just jammed jammed clay <laughs> straight down into a throat. Somebody's clean up matter here. I just do a per- check on the um, perimeter, see if there's any tracks or anything yeah, like that. Just give me a perception check as you start walking out towards the perimeter. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Twenty four for Reg. Reg. Outside the veil, because the veil is has descended and gives you that thirty foot kind of, you hear a noise, and you can swear that you can hear the shuffling of several sets of feet, and you can also swear that you hear just. Oh no! And we'll resolve this. No, no, you fucking no, no. So everyone come with the character the next recording session. <laughs> I don't know what other undead we got to fight, but not fun. Fuck yeah, we're shopping tonight.